0: And we're back, and I am not on mute. Yes, we are back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Who's Got Next podcast, coming live to you across the Dean Blundell Network. And we are in association with DeanBlundell.com. You can also find us on RayRoute.com and uh, the Who's Got Next uh, YouTube channel. What's going on, peeps? Let me introduce you to the voice of the Who's Got Next podcast, the talent, if you will. To my immediate right, left, left, my right, my right on the screen, left on there. Yep. We got our resident angry nerd, Mr. Producer Mike. Right below him. We got the Boston hard himself, Mr. Connor commentary. Over to his right, you got the table jumper from hashtag sports, Mr. Buffalo Mario. And I'm your MC, your host. Toronto's Pride and Joy, Ray Route. Thank you for tuning in. Fellas, what's going on? What's Welcome. Happening? I've what's got up, I, I have to talk first, gentlemen. Shocking. I have to speak first. I need to make this about me. I am what I believe a fantastic manager. I'm a vice president of my marketing department. And then I have another job, director of sports or sports director, if you will, of DeanBlundell.com, soon to be a different media company that we cannot talk about at the moment. It is my job, gentlemen, to go out and find good people. It is my job to make the company money. I am paid on revenue share alone. So when the sports department makes money, I make money. It's important. Guys. I don't know if you're aware of this, but I made what could be the best accusation ever in the history of sports media. You got Justin Bieber? I did not get the Biebs. We've been trying to get the Biebs. But I want to do it for this site. Ladies and gentlemen, new to the Dean Bundel Network, hashtag sports. How about a round of a hand?
1: Hey, I think I know that guy. (laughs)
2: Guy in the passenger seat, he's wicked famous. Oh my You are doing a internet. show in a, in a car, though. I don't like that.
3: <laughs> yeah, Carpool Karaoke meets uh, the NFL
1: Network. That's hey, that man, way. that's a good crossover. That guy was very popular. <laughs> Is that where you took it from? Did you copy him?
3: Yeah, and it was funny because, like, uh, two months later after we started it, we started back in uh, January of
1: 2018, I think. Uh, and then he sent you a seasoned assist? No, no, he uh no, it
3: wasn't him, it was um Seinfeld comes out with comedians and cars drinking coffee. I was like, son of a
1: bitch. Oh, they so
3: copied him. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, send Jerry Seinfeld copied him. That's right. No, he didn't, but he when came he out and everyone me. else was talking to us. Like, is this like comedians and cars? I was like, oh, he came out after us guys. Jesus.
0: I don't know why I just it's I an uphill just, battle now. No one's gonna I believe just, you in no. the private chat. I just tried to paste. The entire show rundown and for some reason went up so i'm just gonna do it one at a time as we go so we know who's up next so Thank we Ross. can but uh i do want to uh i do want to uh I can i tell you guys what what my day looks like tonight just uh because mario and i got an email we can't talk what it is but we got an email about something and it occurred to me that i don't have enough to do So tonight I got the podcast now from seven till eight o'clock PM. Just after eight o'clock, we're going to go do the Patreon at nine o'clock. I have a meeting with one of our new content creators, uh, Josh, I think his name is, um, we're going to do a meet and greet. I'm covering the TFC game. So as we're doing the podcast, just so you know, guys, in about 20 minutes, I'll have the TFC game running too because I'm covering that game for the website and I got to write two blogs. So if anybody has a hobby or a project I can work on, (laughs) <laughs> um, I,
1: really appreciate I, it. I could probably find something for you I yeah, feel I really bad
2: it. for not setting up that new stuff in like the last two weeks now yeah, hey, you're, hey, you're
1: a busy man I yeah. responded
0: to an email it made Mario laugh and I said, this is great I'm only working 15 hours a day now my wife thinks I need a hobby so I'm all <laughs> over this <laughs> um, Okay boys, I know you guys all sent your topics today I don't really do the topics anymore because I'm kind of the the mediator here But I found this article today that I have to share with you guys. I'm just going to read a a little bit of it, okay? Um, Dong Chim is the bizarre South Korean game where children... Are you ready for this? Yeah. ...are allowed to poke you in the bum. Oof. They love this game Uh... so much in South Korea that they legitimately built this. Okay. whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is a real thing <laughs> all right ah dong chim is a popular prank that involves using your index finger to poke someone in between the butt butt cheeks with as much force as you can muster okay because nothing can prepare you for the shock of south korea's craziest pastime dong chim which translates to poop needle in Korean is a popular prank that involves using your index finger to poke someone between the bum cheeks with so much as much force as you can muster. This bizarre hobby is practiced by children of all ages across South Korea and is treated by adults as a perfectly normal prank. In fact, when one Korean town wanted to build a statue of two youngsters frolicking by the ocean, they decided one child should be jabbing the other in the bottom. Gentlemen, I'm not sure how you spent your childhood. But I'm going to ask you do we start the Who's
1: Got Next Dong Chim League? (sighs) Uh I'm more on board with last week's, you know. uh Boxing? I don't know about children and um, sticking fingers up the bum. I don't know how that would go over <laughs> here in America. I don't know what it would be in Canada, but here, nah, uh, you, you might end up in a little bit of trouble on what that What
0: if we one. just did it with adults? What if we made the Adult League, the Adult Dong Chim League?
1: <laughs> we we got to get some sort of waiver can s- prior.
3: Can you see the first IR report? He's that's, that's uh, out for three weeks because of pink eye. Can you turn <laughs> <your laughs> the mic on? Oh, gosh.
0: Uh, Mario, uh-huh. you are getting, I think you're using your computer, mic. You're not using your mic. Okay. Check the settings.
1: Gotcha. You just, and you just signed this guy. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Actually, he, they <laughs> put, uh
0: if you're a bills fan, he, they put out a pretty hype, uh, Josh Allen video up on the site today. That's going to make bills fans uh, scream their pants of,
1: of him. Just like throwing oh, yeah. in deceptions and like talking about retirement.
3: Yeah. T- retirement at 29. If you guys were on the Patreon last Andrew week, you saw
1: that.
3: <laughs> he said he's going to retire.
1: Uh, I haven't forgot about that, even though you, you know, guys too realize, realize it's good something. Good
3: as the editor, as the editor of the um, Who's Got Next podcast, I get to rewatch and have fun once again with all you guys. So you don't know, I get to remember things you guys may have forgotten. So I, I remember that on the Patreon last week. I, 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 I want to just, <laughs> I
0: just want to uh, to point. There was no bleeps this week, which made me made me happy. That didn't
1: uh, that didn't you know. That that means we gotta dial it up a notch. We
3: do have to kick it up a notch. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait till we get to the um I can't wait till we get to the one word associations. Guys, exclusively only on Patreon if you click down in the description and it should be down there. I think Ray put it down there. It if is. you want to join the Patreon, it is amazing, it is fun, it is chaos
1: and mayhem. So Tonight we're, we're all playing Don Jim with each other. Yes. <laughs> Virt- virtually. Virtual do- they <laughs> don't, Vir- don't even have that yet. We're a step ahead. <laughs> virtual stuff. Although they All yeah, right. it's a North Korea thing or something. Get, I got you, Connor. That's another three
3: thousand
2: miles. Fellas, <laughs> let's get into it. Mike, you got next. All right. So let me uh you'd think I would remember what I wrote here, but essentially it was I put it in the
0: private chat. <laughs> I know, I know. But for some reason...
2: And there we go. All right. So I said, which sports hero of yours has let you down so badly through their time in whatever league, you know, I'm not I'm not being specific here, that you've lost any sort of respect or admiration for them whatsoever? So as soon
0: as this question popped mm-hmm. up today, an answer immediately popped into my head, but I'm going to let the other guys go first. Because mine's a, like... Mine's actually a bit of a dark answer, so I right. don't want to. I don't want to pull the steam out of the show right now. We just got done talking about Don Chim. Um, <laughs> I want to. Yeah, I. I I'll, I'll ruin the
1: show after. So I don't know, Mario my, or yeah, uh, Mario? Go for, Connor, go first. you guys want to go first? Mario, the floor is yours. All
3: right. Yeah, I think it's it's a matter of expectation that you have for for the athlete involved. Now, I just give you guys a little personally. My favorite players in probably the four major sports. Were Joe Montana, as Connor said last week. That's Tom, Tom Brady's son. Yes. Uh, Paul Molitor was my favorite baseball player. Clyde Drexler was my favorite player. World basketball Series champion. Player. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, Mario Lemieux was my favorite hockey player. So Stanley Cup tell, champion
0: as a player and an owner.
3: I got a theme with players that I gravitate toward that don't talk.
1: <laughs> so
3: there. Uh, I was kind of like on that fence. Of, so, like growing up, my heroes were always across from the dinner table from me. So okay. as far as sports is related, I think I'd love to answer this question, but I think it's when when people answer, it's going to be people that have a level of expectation for their heroes of athletes that they choose to admire. And I think, you know, people could talk about, you know, maybe Barry Bonds or, you know, say like. I want freaks to be playing the game. It's entertainment for me. You know, give them all the juice they want. I want to be entertained here. Oh, so you're so yep.
0: fucking right. Baseball was better. And by the way, I use Barry Bonds as the uh, that's what as, that's what reminded me of. Yeah. I was
3: thinking, you know, he was so revered. But here's the thing. I mean, but he, Con-
0: Connor and I have talked about yeah. this so many times. Baseball was better with steroids.
1: Of course, they had a was. million home runs. It was awesome.
3: You have these freaks... because here's the thing with steroids, and I'm just gonna say this real quick. Steroids aids in the recovery. Of certain uh when your muscles break down, it aids in the recovery of that. It's not gonna teach you how to hit a home run, it's not gonna teach you how to you know bat 300 and stuff. He it's was gonna speed already up a your Hall of Famer before he started he started juicing up. We could talk that's about that thing. on another show. Bonds
0: didn't
1: have to juice. That's no, that's one of the yeah, big things. Awesome. He was a beast.
3: He really he really didn't. But what I'm saying is the bringing it back to the discussion, it's the level of expectation that you have for the players that you have. You gotta realize certain things about them. And I think that's where it goes. I, I want to kick it over to Connor because I'm interested to see who may have
1: let him down. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a specific guy in Buffalo. He's actually the kicker. It's a guy by the name of Tyler Bass. I mean, just everyday existence has has substantially let myself in the league overall down. <laughs> no, but it also is I don't really, I don't really have any. Any heroes throughout sports? Let me down. I mean, David Ortiz took steroids, but I didn't really care that that came out. (laughs) I mean, there's people in sports in general, though. But I guess it's it's in anything, not just sports. But there's all sorts of scandals throughout baseball. The NFL obviously has a million scandals. I love it. I watch the NFL every single second that I possibly can it's just disappointing when you see people in the NFL botching stuff all the time. That's more of a disappointment than like a specific person. I can't put somebody who I would say that's like my hero that let me down. I just don't really have anyone outside of Tyler Bass and Josh Allen should get suspended.
2: All right. I'll go next. because I know Ray wants to uh, stun us all with his dark answer. And You know, my quick thing here is, and I kind of put the word hero in air quotes because, you know, it depends on how you view them, but I just remember being a kid and when, um you know the red sox were going through that kind of era in the early 2000s when johnny damon signed with the new york yankees oh to me that was borderline like devastating i understand it now more as you know an adult that you know he was just doing what's best for him but that was pretty rough and then uh you know i wouldn't say a hero of mine but i think uh you know, we've talked about Gronk in the past and some of the things that he did later on with the Patriots that, uh, you know, blindside tackle when uh, somebody was already on the ground kind of, you know, I lost a lot of respect for him with that. We've talked about that at nausea The people's so.
0: elbow on Tredavious White.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
0: When somebody came out and said that... the Patriots need to trade Rob Gronkowski and almost got ostracized from Patriots
2: YouTube after that. <laughs> What I didn't—I forgot it was Trey White too. I knew it, it was, was somebody Trey, on in Buffalo. Trey White like was a
0: rookie, I think, at that time too. Yeah, I think and that was when he uh, sent somebody a text and said people in the neighborhood want to want to want to deal with with Gronk. Gronk's a crazy white guy from Buffalo.
1: So few of us. I was so gonna say, you know, you know any you know any of them, Mario? <laughs> uh,
3: go outside.
1: I mean <laughs> we've we <we've laughs> talked
0: about this before. You'd heard of the Gronkowski's growing up, right? Like the family is kind of famous in Boston. I heard of them.
3: I've heard of them. They 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 are you know what there's certain people that get passes. Like Daryl Johnston went to my high school. So when the Buffalo Bills were playing the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl, so everyone was kind of torn by it because you had this kid that grew up at Louport and went to school at Syracuse. Then he went to the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone's like, well, we don't really care who wins this. But we don't really care. <laughs> if, you weren't, if you weren't from Youngstown or Lewiston, it, it, you know, suburbs of of Buffalo you know north, more north of buffalo you you wanted the bills to win you didn't want this okay mm-hmm. it's a good nice story for him james starks he came out of niagara falls he ended up winning the super bowl with the green bay packers you know the we Canadian all the Canadian side it was a...
1: the better oh. side? <laughs> That's a beautiful side over there Bender. No, he was not off of Better Coast beer. Hill. he was off of main street. Fully Bells.
0: naked strip clubs not not oh. just
3: bikini bars. Oh god, I can't wait to Patreon. Speaking of naked <laughs> strip clubs, I got something for you guys, don't worry. Um but that be you know that that being said people didn't care and as far as Gronk was concerned, people were wondering, like, why did he do that? Like, he's from here. Why would he do that to a Bills player?
1: That was a thought. Well, how could he turn his back on the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> That's too <who>, brute. <laughs> That's <what I> <laughs> he, okay. he did a lot of bad things to the Buffalo
0: Bills as a player.
3: Many, yes.
0: So I actually wrote an article about this, um, and people took it the wrong way. But the my hero... Tom Brady, for real. I could, I was 14 years old or 15 years old when he cracked in the league. Don't forget, like, I was a kid. I was in high school. I looked up to him. Um, he finally brought the Patriots to a new level. Uh, I, I was one of those guys who, like the other two, but I'm a little bit older than you guys, I, I got the experience of watching Tom Brady as a kid, as an adult. And just so you know, Tom Brady's last year in New England, my oldest daughter was the same age that I was when Brady started with New England. Him, him leaving didn't disappoint me mm. when the George Floyd tragedy happened. I won't call it an incident when the tragedy happened and when guys like Bill Belichick were stop, you know, stopped football for two days and just had his guys talk. When guys like Patrick Mahomes and Devin McCordy were coming out and speaking out. When guys like, big on him, Drew Locke, were coming up and speaking out against racial injustice. Now, this wasn't a part of the George Floyd incident, but just this offseason, Joe Burrow speaking up against tragedies. Not a word from Tom Brady's mouth. The face of the NFL. The guy who kids all over the United States looked up to kids that for all over the world looked up to. And as player after player, after player, after player came out to talk about injustice, Tom Brady said nothing after the, the, uh, murder, the Aubrey, um, I'm, I'm really apologizing. I'm forgetting his name. The, the two guys were just, the three guys were just convicted, uh, for life. Um, the guy, the jogger, right. It was oh. shortly mm-hmm. after George Floyd, yep. he was murdered. Again, speak out. Roger Goodell speaks up. Robert Kraft speaks up. Crickets from Tom Brady. And he really let me down. I had my bitterness of him going to Tampa Bay, but I did my entire podcast with my bitterness with that jersey on my wall. You know what I mean? Um, One that it went down for a while because I lost a lot of respect for him and he let me down as my being a a hero as a kid and at a time when we connor and i came on this show and spoke up you know what i mean and and we got some crazy backlash from some rednecks you know what i mean Mm. and he said nothing that disappointed me to the core Mm.
1: touche i remember that we were we were waiting for uh for something yep and nothing came out of his mouth
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And people took my disdain as, oh, you're just salty that Brady went to Tampa Bay. And I'm like, no, I'm salty because my childhood hero in a time when I need him to speak up, I need him to to mimic and mirror what I'm saying right now and how I'm feeling said nothing.
3: Certain voices that come out of the NFL will speak volumes louder than others. And his would have. His definitely would have. I did not know that. Thank you, Ross. We're donating uh tb12 tried to go to uh, the the the,
1: lo- the the law that's a that's a new one legacy
3: tainted. thanks for <laughs> thanks ross for trying to stir the pot appreciate you
1: we forever.
0: appreciate you ross guys i do want to get a little political for a second though if we can i think it's important because joe biden can't be president forever um he takes too many naps uh if if the feds aren't able to convict trump he's probably going to want run for the republicans he's probably going to win the republican nomination and i believe if the democrats want to win and stop the insanity they need to get a candidate just as crazy as trump to run as a, as a as a democrat and i was reading twitter today and i thought oh my god i found the next democrat nominee
3: here we go let's see All right.
0: antonio brown
1: is crazy (laughs) enough (laughs) to run for the democratic party of the united states of america and he has the he has the confidence as well he does does. not lack the confidence he does not not
3: know no say i do not know yeah right i do not know who tweeted this i apologize for not knowing who tweeted it but you guys probably saw it as well they said if joe biden goes to prison for any reason It'll be the first sentence I'll ever complete. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, I'm not political. You guys can talk to That's anybody that knows me and this and that. I am
3: not political. I don't I am I'm so ignorant when it comes to knowing about politics. I always think I'm going to get into it the next year. <laughs> I'm going to start getting into it more. I can't do it. So I am the wrong guy, but when I see something funny, that's funny. I'm I'm not I'm gonna gonna be honest with you. When I
0: saw Biden fall off his bike, (laughs) I I laughed for a week. I'm like, that's your president. No, dude, I used to come on the show every day. Connor and I come on. I look at Connor and go, "What the fuck is wrong with the <laughs> gun?"
1: <laughs> every time, I just shrug my shoulders. like, what happened this time? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't know. And then, yeah, I'm like, there's be- too, there's too many things that you could be talking about. I'm like, there's like eight things every day. The political system in the United States is
0: was so and it's so under distress that Connor voted for me to be president of the United States and rather it than best, like, it was the best option at the time. Rather than rather than, <laughs> vote.
1: I will vote for a Canadian. <laughs> hey hey man, best that was the best candidate available. Oh, That's you know
3: what though. They you know what though. They should they should do a new thing. If you are nominated, and you know you should get to sit in the chair at least. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ray should Every, be able to sit in the chair. The
1: presidential get chair. to sit in the chair if they've been <laughs> I, if they've been voted I, for.
3: I think so.
0: That would I think sense. so.
1: Then you'd get to see like, oh, how does this person look behind the desk? You know. Hey, listen,
3: listen. When they play a football game and you lose, you get to shake everyone's hand on the opposing team. You know, shake all the, the right. shake all the hands of the losers. The president should shake
1: all the hands of the losers.
3: Yep.
0: Do you guys know that we have more viewers on Twitter right now and on Twitch than we do on 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 YouTube? I
1: didn't. I didn't even know we're we are on Twitch.
0: On Twitch.
2: <laughs> are we playing Call of Duty? <laughs> what are, did we start playing we're, Call of Duty? Yeah, I don't know? think we are on People Twitch right
1: now. People are stopping stop on... Call of Duty to watch us.
0: Are we not on Twitch? Oh, did we get bumped again from Twitch? No, no we're on Twitter James. twice. No, and we should be on Twitch too. James bumped us again, that son of a bitch.
1: Oh, dude, James, whoever <sighs> is he that is.
0: That that a war, boys? Anyways, oh boy. it's time to move on. Yep. Kana, you got next.
1: All right, boys, this is a topic sincere to my heart. Everyone in the chat's talking about food, and I think there are certain people who cook that don't get the type of respect that they deserve. You know, there's a lot of people out there that make all these great dishes, but everyone disrespects anything that's cooked in the conventional or conventional, conventional oven. So do people who cook frozen foods count as cooks, count as chefs, do they not get the respect that they deserve? Because I don't think that they do. I think that they're they're stellar cooks and that they should be admired for it. Ray looks Ray looks disgusted he's like. I just
0: I I had I had to write the description for this show today and was trying to like like I tried to figure out who we are and how to explain the show to people, right? <laughs> like it's a show about nothing but there's something so the way i explain it though is like even when you're discussing the most serious subject there's always room for laughter you know what i mean just four guys talking shit having fun right um this is this is what i wrote for our description and which will be the blog on the website when i promote the 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 podcast as well and it'll be know. Celebrity chefs have inspired generations of home cooks to show off their culinary flair. But what about people who have expertly prepared frozen food on a night by night basis? Is it time to start putting respect on the names of the frozen food chefs? We legit have a guy, Ryan Lindley. He's been on the old incarnation of my show. Mario, you were here Mm -hmm. Turned into like a two hour show. Um, He's got a, he's got a, a, a piece called, getting sauce with Ryan Lindley where he like delivers these beautiful recipes that you can try and cook yourself. And we have an entire segment that has been written and will be published on that very same website about, should we be hailing the frozen food
1: chefs? Correct. I mean, I'm sure he would agree that frozen food does not get the respect that it deserves.
3: I think in order to get the, to the, the root of this question that Connor is asking, I need to ask Connor a question.
1: I'm always prepared for questions.
3: Is a Pop Tart a ravioli? Oh.
1: No. No, of course not. Really. <laughs> I no, thought that's totally, where this was coming. totally, totally different. A Pop tart, you don't even you don't even cook a Pop Tart, you just open it up and eat it. What are you guys oh. putting Pop Tarts in the microwave or something? Are you you're not putting
3: them in the uh, you oh, you've never there. seen the uh you never see the stand-up bit with uh God, I can't remember the comic's name right now. Uh Brian Regan. He goes, Do you ever oh. read the back of a Pop Tart box? You put it in there? You could actually put never. it in the microwave. And the directions are you put it in the microwave for three
1: seconds. All right, that's fair. You just got to soften it up a little. He goes,
3: Guys, if you need to, if you can can only zap fry your Pop Tarts, you need to open up your schedule a little
1: bit. Hey, hey, man, you're busy in the morning. Nice quick three seconds, get the Pop Tart heated up. Wait, that's not cooking? So you don't, you, (laughs) doesn't count.
0: So you don't even warm up your own Pop Tarts? Is that what you're saying?
1: I don't have that type of time, man. You know, I'm a man on the run. I don't need it to be heated up.
0: Don't you work but, from home? Don't you start your morning at home?
1: Pretty much, yeah. You know, nine ten <laughs> o'clock in the morning. You know, you I'm, I, I got things to do. Because you don't really have a schedule,
0: right? Like, your schedule uh, is your appointments, correct? Pretty much, yeah. And you don't have time to heat up a Pop-Tart.
1: Hey, man, he just said it takes three seconds. Who knows? You could <laughs> undercook it. It might need four. You know, I, I don't have. I can't just do that.
2: Connor, can you Maybe bring your... Can you bring your camera over to your freezer right now? Can we see what's (laughs) in there? You you no, I, I don't know if I can. I don't think you can. I've seen him take. I've seen pictures
1: there's, of his fridge. There's not much in there, just so you know. <laughs> Is it going to be like Bud Light? Are you hoarding Bud Light after the uh, fiasco of who though, Mike? Who, yeah, who wouldn't, Mike? You know, I went out the next day and I started buying it up. You, you're not yeah. s- scared about the shortage, Mario? What are you talking about
0: Yeah, that was ah. uh that that picture. That was the the Bud Light truck tipped over, right? That was a, a yeah, rough it was, day for the. Who was Got podcast? a bad day. You could see that all of us were like we were we were distraught up, man all that of us was were distraught day. i had to take the rest of the day off from work do you know it's kind of pathetic that we're all four grown men and we all drink light beer <laughs> not one of us drinks like real beer like miller genuine draft or hey, or, hey, or, or hey, just hey, Budweiser. i'll
1: i'll i'll drink whatever whatever comes across my uh my plate but <laughs> on the
3: occasion on, on the, the occasion, occasion i will i will have a coors original banquet out of the Oh, uh, all right if i'm going a will uh, you know, Johnny Lawrence and Cobra Kai. When you go when you're one going one fancy. <laughs> when I'm going fancy. Or the, the, the Killian's Irish Red. But See, I can't an, have no an, two of those. I'm full. I'm,
0: I'm an import kind of like beer drinker. So I like Stella. I drink a lot of Heineken, uh, brow which is like a German beer, Dap. So well, I drink a lot to, of those.
3: We have to quantify this though now, right? Because an okay. import for you is not an import for me. We gotta it's
0: remember European beer is not an import for you.
3: No, what I'm saying is import the import section of consumers <laughs> beer has labat i was gonna 100%. say labat blue 100 oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh yeah. see
0: really? and, and only quebec yeah. drinks labat blue and fucking like that's why i don't understand buffalo in the labat blue like the rest of canada we all see lebat and we're like oh yeah, I just like Bad, to be honest. It's weird. It, because it's, weird. it's a Pilsner. It's not a lager. It's a Pilsner. It used to be a big battle, right? You were either a Canadian drinker or a blue drinker. When I met my wife, she was a blue drinker. I was a Canadian drinker. She was a blue drinker. Um
3: you because Canadian beers like moonshine? Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, no. But it, it's just like, I don't... My wife was the only person I knew who drank LaBat Blue. My friends and I all drank moles in Canadian. And then... My Wife even converted to Canadian, and then I started getting into the European beers. So then I started getting into like yeah. the Stella, I really like. Um, Grolsch is a good beer,
3: Ooh, is good. I love the cap yeah. on the Grolsch, the pop, pretty... the pop top, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's glorious.
0: And then I think on like a hot summer day, to be real with you, like on a hot summer day, like chilling out in the backyard, uh, a Corona with a lime, oh, yeah, yep. you can't, yeah. Can't yeah, you can't, yeah, and the heat, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Actually, I don't I can... mind either Bud Light lime on a hot day, but just one, like, I can't drink. Too. I can't drink like I can't drink three or four of those though. Like I can have one kind of in between, you know, the other beers.
3: Oh yeah, you know what bugs me is these freaking commercials of Mick Ultra where they see show people working out and then they're running up to each other and be like, "I just ran a five k. Give me an ultra. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's drinking an ultra after a five k. No. There's, maybe maybe a, maybe maybe tequila after a five <laughs> <laughs> they k. tequila." <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, a, that sounds off. fun.
3: <laughs>
0: we got to get dark again. Oh, um, dark. So before before we do, I'd like to share you with you what I what I think is a fantastic video. Maybe you guys won't, oh, Lord. but I I think it's fantastic. Um, you guys have heard of Uber X?
1: Mm, I think so. Mm. Please
0: let me introduce you to Uber <laughs>
3: What?
1: Is that a guy on a shopping cart? (laughs) That's a shopping cart. (laughs) In the rain. Hell yes. Hell yes.
0: That's a man drinking some moonshine.
1: (laughs) Dude, gas prices are ridiculous. What do you think (laughs) this guy's gonna do? He's gonna call an Uber, it's gonna be thirty dollars. Grab onto the back of this thing, you'll be there in no time.
0: That's a Labat drinker right there. Just so you guys know,
1: that's a Labat drinker. He
3: probably didn't even spill his beer. That's almost as crazy as the time when I saw a guy driving down the road that had a mattress in the top of the car and I said, man, hookers are doing DoorDash now? That's
1: crazy. <laughs> hey, you got to bring your own supplies there. the right off.
3: So here's a
0: question for you. Are you really like a guy if you can't drive the ro- down the road like a mattress on your car, not tied down, just holding it on with one arm? Like, is that not?
3: Well, the mattresses it, don't have... Is there another way to do anymore. it? The mattresses don't have those things you can hold on to. I think Ray just yeeted himself he just, out yeah, of He was going to say, he just right. bounced. <laughs> enough <laughs> enough of these guys. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> he just... That's so great. I
0: knew it was going to happen. Everything was starting to lag. I knew I got, like, like
3: lightning or something?
0: Yeah, we got wickets. We got storms all day, but I could see it. I also I got the
3: game. He's <laughs> playing Rubik's Cube now. Watch this. Woo <laughs> <laughs> yeet. Here it comes. Yeet.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm not even doing <laughs> it. Everything's not, lagging. Not doing it. I don't know Anyways, do
0: anything. Does that not? I don't know where I cut off, but does that not constitute being a guy? Like, aren't you only a real man when you can drive down the road with something that should be tied down on the top of your car, holding on to it with one arm? Does that not like not Mike and his fucking Tesla, but like guys in a car that burn gasoline <laughs> and kill and fucking kill the planet? You know what I mean? Like that. Type well, of didn't thing?
2: you? Didn't you tweet the video of the kid trying to like skateboard with his car the other day? Was that you?
0: That yeah, was me. Yeah. Funny story, my old boss, he's now a colleague of mine, but my old boss, his son, which is not a funny story, fucking tried doing that holding onto a skateboard and fell and like cracked his head, was in the hospital for like Ooh. months after that. So don't do it, kids. And don't ride shopping carts behind trucks. All right, we need to move on the half does hour. Sound dangerous. We've only got half an hour left. Mario, you get next.
3: All right, I'm gonna throw this bad boy in the chat for everybody that is watching on uh, YouTube as well something that was very interesting to me and i thought it was very it could be a very interesting topic for the gentleman tonight on who's got next podcast has social media skewed celebrities and athletes when it comes to fair trials many are guilty in the quote-unquote court of public opinion so does that carry over and before you guys answer this make sure you hit that like and subscribe button before the Who's Got Next podcast, but I'm interested to know your guys' take on this. I'm very interested because guys and athletes and celebrities will be ostracized in the media and completely torn down. How does that make for a fair trial, given that social media has such a huge reach? How could you find jurors that are impartial in a certain you know, um in a certain court setting. I mean, I, I mean I want to start with Ray and kick it over to Connor and then finish up with Mike. I'm so interested to know your guys' take on this. We have
0: now okay, so I can tie this all into the story that I like, I mean I cover everything for, for Dean Blendell, but for the network, the story that I've sort of been the lead on that nobody's kind of allowed to touch, it's my thing, is the whole Deshaun Watson story. Right. And I've been yeah. covering it since last March when the stories of the lawsuits broke. I don't want to remind everybody. This was March 2021 that this story started. That's how long I've been following this story. And if you watch my coverage of that show or of that story, it changes as we go along, right? Like if you go all of 2021, I'm like, eh, this just you know, okay, more girls are coming out. But I made the mistake with Tyree Kill where I jumped to judgment immediately based on that that tape that came out that audio and then when the full audio came out you found out like he was getting baited in what he was saying and everything was misconstrued and you hear things out of context and it makes no sense and then i'm like so i'm like okay so i'm not gonna make that mistake again so i was like i was going through it going through it going through it and then i've eventually led to like yeah he's guilty as shit right there's enough evidence now in my opinion that i'm allowed to say he's guilty i think he should be suspended for a year however not a lot of people took that strategy they took the you and i said it then we have now in this world taken the guilty until proven innocent right we've gone the opposite nobody's innocent until proven guilty and it's the same with with anything um we're not political i do not like donald trump people know that um but it's happened with Donald Trump's entire presidency. Everything he did, he was lying or guilty without any proof. Um, it, the same thing happens to Biden. The same thing happened to Obama, it happens to all of them. It happens to Trudeau here, another guy that I hate. But I think that Trudeau sometimes is automatically, you know, pinned into these situations that is undeserving. And whether it's the court of law, whether it is, but the court of public opinion, um, I do believe has a strong, strong case towards, um, decisions of whether that's a judge decision, jury decision, anything of that nature, because, you know, back in the day, you used to be able to find 12 jurors who have never heard of the defendant in front of them, no matter how profile right. Or didn't know the story. It's impossible today. Everybody has, I know one person in life who doesn't have social media. I don't know how he does it. He's my age. He's my best friend in the world. He doesn't have social media uh, because he tries to just, you know, avoid it like the plague, yet he somehow sends me tweets all the time, so I don't know how he <laughs> claims to not have social media. But, yeah, it's uh, – it's uh, and just to throw this out here for my two Boston guys here, tonight the uh, Toronto FC game I'm covering are playing the New England Revolution. Oh, and it's a, it's a, It's a big game for both teams for a playoff spot
1: tonight. It's a, a big, big game. So. I think Robert Kraft owns the New England Revolution. They do. Yes. The game's wow. in Toronto, let's though. The go. game is in Toronto. All right, go team, go! I hope I mean, both yeah. teams go do TFC. As well. Yes, yeah.
0: And TFC wins gets the three points. Bring yeah, up some do. excellent points because,
3: because the, what happens is what you now what you, you, you kind of hinted toward, which is very very interesting, is the fact that these individuals now not only the individuals that are going to be going, let's say that whatever they do goes to a courtroom. That now it becomes where the individual that is trying the case, the individual, the judge, they're all public figures now. People know their names and now their names are getting out there. So when they end up making a decision right or wrong, they're sitting there going, Wait, these are the people that put me in this position. People put me in this position. I have to consider them when you're not completely focused on the things you have to with the case itself. You're like, Okay, if I rule this way, how will that, you know, because, because, Polls are saying that so many people think that he's guilty. If I say that he's innocent, well, that's not going to look favorable upon me. Blah, 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 blah. So that's why it's so interesting to me now. The advent and the as technology grows and social media grows, it's so interesting to find out how many of these are actually trials and how many of them actually are just people going through the motions.
0: Well, I also think too, it's because of what we see on social media, it also affects the response to. Let's say the jury found Amber Heard didn't owe Johnny Depp money after the amount of TikToks and the amount of, of social media that was posted about Amber Heard and her lawyers. Imagine if they turn around because you actually watch the entire case and it was like, No, you know, she doesn't owe her money. Yeah, she shit on his bed, but he broke a cabinet, so it kind it of happens. works it out with each other. You know, everybody shits the bed every once in a while, purposely or not. Yep. And um it's, you know, the reaction in the vial. However, what I will throw out there, though, is, is when the when Amber Heard first made the accusations towards Johnny Depp, Disney pulled his contract for Pirates of the Caribbean which yeah. is was a cash cow for them. He mm-hmm. now won't do it for 150,000 goats or whatever. He said he wouldn't do it. Um it's ruined a Disney franchise. He was canceled across the board. And I'm going to say there was a lot of insults that came out after like oh, I think everybody owes Johnny Depp an apology, but nobody apologized. Nobody. Right? We're yeah, so yeah, quick yeah. to attack. We're so quick to to do things. And I think what happens sometimes is is like I'm a big fan of the Me Too movement. You know what I mean? I think call out harvey weinstein you know what i mean but i think that when we cancel everybody so quickly without the facts it takes momentum away from those types of movements
2: well amber heard is still trying to bury him too like they're still trying to throw random stuff out there like she's trying to weaponize the the me too movement and i'm not going to go off on too much of a tangent on this but you know she just tried to throw out there the other day or you know some of these court documents got released oh, well, he has ED and like went off on a big tangent on that and tried to like get that trending on social media. And I'm like, this is something private between you and him. It got released in public court documents and you're trying to weaponize it against him for monetary purposes. Like,
0: I think though, yeah, I think if you're Johnny Depp and you've got erectile dysfunction, you got to own that.
1: You just, you should, you should have the uh, means to be able to figure something out there, right? I mean, I mean, I think that although he's he, listed on 150,000 goats now that he's lost. Now, now
0: that he's lost parts of the Caribbean. I mean, I, I see a Cialis or Blue Chew sponsorship somewhere in there. right? That,
1: that would make sense. And he is waiting on that uh, big settlement that he's supposed to have coming. Oh, yeah. After 11 peels and nine bankruptcies or whatever's going to happen, we'll we'll see what he actually gets. But that's one of the issues when it comes to this type of stuff is I feel like as soon as there's an accusation, though, anybody who's related to it like Disney in this situation, they don't want to have any association. So immediately they're going to cut ties. And then it takes a while for anything to play out. So like in this situation, that tie has already been severed. So they can't go back and try and talk to Johnny Depp now about it. But as far as a jury goes, I could have sat on that jury because I didn't know who Amber Heard was. I had no idea what Johnny Depp was doing. I didn't even know that they were a couple or anything had transpired. I so love it so much. They could have got me. I, I, I love me. I love that. Never heard anything are, about it.
0: You are so unaware of the world around exactly. you. Exactly. Yep. It's just, I love it so much. Um, today I put out a tweet that said if if you knew people behind this, if you knew people for real behind the scenes, dot dot dot. And uh, i'll just tell you that people on this own show um are proof of that tweet but uh yes. n- guys we need to move on, <laughs> and uh guys we need to uh move on here and uh but we're gonna stick with him, mario you're still next
3: is this a mason rudolph thing that we're talking about <laughs> okay all right, listen, ladies and gentlemen let's try to lighten it up a little bit um I I've got almost, mine
0: by the way. So
3: I literally almost said hashtag Nation. This is kind of funny. Well, Ray, you're gonna hit cleanup on this one. Okay. You're gonna hit cleanup on this oh, one. Oh
0: no, so. no. But I need can I just save mine first and then I'll say why?
3: Okay. Well, okay. All right. So uh well then we'll kick it over to Mike and then uh Connor will hit cleanup on this one. So uh who's got next on the Who's Got Next podcast? You can have dinner with four athletes alive or not of your choice. Who and why?
0: OJ Simpson, Deshaun Watson, Michael Vick, and Aaron Hernandez.
1: Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. What a, what a, what a crew. Oh. What a crew. Wow. Okay. Okay. And, and Ray is taking him to the arsenic table. <laughs> wow. To have, poison, to have poison salads.
0: Okay. No, I'll, I'll, I'll hit cleanup. I just wanted to make the joke. <laughs>
3: Was now it inspired something. by the private chat? Was it no, spoiler? no, I kidding?
0: had it since the beginning. I was so scared Connor was going to make it, so I had to get it out before it
3: went to him. All right, Mike, I'm curious. Who you, you got four athletes that you could sit down and have dinner with? You know, five course meal, whatever. I'm um, interested to hear who you would have dinner with.
2: Yeah, mine. I'm not going to pick anybody uh, who's not with us any longer because I feel like that joke's going to get played out by the end of this. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll go. I'll go Tom Brady. I'm not going to go an athlete. I'm going to go Bill be- Bill Belichick. Um,
0: Technically, he played football, so he's kind of an athlete.
2: Yeah, kind kind of an athlete. Um, who am I going to go for two more? I put a lot of thought into this. Clearly,
0: I think I'm so uh, happy we see the questions ahead of time, so everybody can come up. I think I think Cam
2: Cam Newton. Like he would just be such a a stark difference from those other two. Like just just a great guy, great quarterback. His time with the Patriots was legendary. So you know, I want to know what's going on there. And uh, Joe Montana. Oh, I thought Montana. You're gonna, I thought
0: you were going to go for the
1: the quad Patriots. Wow, Tom Brady, his uncle, his uncle uh, Bill Belichick, <laughs> and his father and his son Joe Montana. Jeez, <laughs> I knew it was coming. What a trio! You no. didn't
0: pick his dad though, eh? Robert Kraft? You no, touche.
2: Said. No, it's Robert ro- Robert Kraft for another day. All right, that's fair. We're our, we're buddies anyway, so doesn't matter. You and Robert Kraft? Yeah, I'm not supposed nice. to talk about it. Okay, right, I think there's a
0: if, why attached to this now.
1: Let me know if you can uh, get, in t- get me in touch with them.
0: Connor's been trying for a while. I've long been trying. Time. They hang they, up on yeah. us at Gillette no, Stadium. Re- yeah, he's no
2: he, he, for me over there. He, listen, I didn't still want to best. that. Still
0: the best Patreon we ever did. Us calling Gillette <laughs> Stadium trying to ask for Robert or Jonathan Kraft. I was just, yeah, I, I didn't just want to tell you guys question. at the
2: time. He was he was kind of pissed that you guys did that. Jonathan uh, was really ticked off when he heard the message. He's way less fun than Robert, dude. He's way okay. More why on, did you pick those four, okay. Mike? Wow, aggressive. We, we got fifteen minutes. Maybe out. maybe I won't even say why now. No, uh, listen. Obviously, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. You know, best you know pairing in sports. I think you know we can say we've ever seen. Uh, Joe Montana, you know, obviously helped revolutionize uh, football, um, you know, under Bill Walsh. So, um, you know, I'll just I'll I'll leave it there. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Very nice.
3: All right, Connor, what do you got? Bud?
2: All right.
1: So the first one's going to go without saying I'm obviously going Nick Folk. I mean, Ross, T, Ross, tee it up. You have you ever met a talent like this? You He's gotta, a generational talent. He's the best kicker in the league. I mean, Bill Belichick says he loves to talk to him about it. He loves they have great chats about kicking in different weather, the wind. I mean, the amount of knowledge that you could learn from Nick Folk eating this five-course meal is monumental. So Nick Folk, hands down, without a doubt. Number two, Josh Allen. I've been saying all along. I think Josh Allen should be suspended. I think eating a five course meal with him, I'd be able to ask him a lot of questions. You know, maybe find out he uh, tried a little weed back in high school. You know, maybe a little underage drinking in college. A few things here or there. So I'd I'd have to see what I could do about uh, your your hero Josh Allen over there. Number three would be Randy Moss because I would just love to talk to Randy Moss about the 2007 season and how ridiculously uh, fantastic that was. So that one goes without saying. And uh, number four, I would go with Bill Belichick's father because he also played a year in the NFL, I believe. And then, yeah, Steve. And then he was the the one who he's the one who Bill always says, like originally started teaching him the game. So I would love to see Mr. He also wrote the
0: book on scouting. He did, right? Wrote, literally literally. wrote,
1: literally wrote the book on scouting. Right. So those, those would be my four. Obviously, uh, Nick Folk goes without saying.
3: You know what's crazy? I had a bunch of different ways I can go with this, and can I, I get so... my four? No.
1: Why? <laughs> go <laughs> ahead, Ray. I'm sorry.
3: Jesus. Because <laughs> I had a four. I had a joke four as well, and it was the Manning family. It was Peyton Cooper. Well, you could have finished with it. You could have <laughs> yeah. finished with it. No, no, because I want to give my serious one.
0: We can start joke. with a joke. We can finish with a joke. I took too much time. God, you guys are leading up to this. Go. <laughs> okay. So hear me out on this one. I want to go Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Christiana Ronaldo, and uh, Wayne Gretzky. I couldn't Ooh, figure out if I goats. want to. Yeah. Yes. I want to go Ooh. with the goats. Because I what I want to know is in this discussion, you've got guys that are very different. You've got guys like Jordan who are like, yeah, I'm the goat. Right. You've got guys like Gretzky and Brady who are like, I don't like that word. You know what I mean? I don't like the, the, the labels. And then you got like a guy like Ronaldo who, in my opinion, I don't know. Messy fans are going to go ballistic here. I think is, is the goat. Um, uh, I, I he hasn't come out and said, yeah, I'm the GOAT, but you can tell he thinks he's the GOAT, right? So I'd really like to just hear the mentality of not just elite athletes, but the mentality of the guys who are seen as arguably the best to ever play at their sport or their position or whatever it may be, and kind of just like get their thoughts and feelings about it and just hear the differences of, of, of what I could absorb from that conversation.
3: Hmm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. My four is completely ridiculous. Now I could, I could do a cop out and say the four guys that I mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast are my four favorite players when I was growing up, that, that'd be an easy one for me. But I was like, I was trying to think about it and I was going back and forth. And i was like, okay, all right, let me just try to, let me try to get a little bit interesting here. I got two quarterbacks and I got two defenders and I'm so interested to see the dynamic between those guys because my first one was Joe Montana. I'd love to have you know that Joe Montana. The other one, Kenny Stabler. You know, Kenny Stabler was quoted many times as saying he used to read the 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 playbook by the light of the jukebox, you know, back nice. in the seventies when they used to play. Uh, rock and roll. And I'm so interested to see how that dynamic played out, how the game changed so much from the seventies to the eighties and all that. You know, Walsh made it very cerebral. And the other side of the ball, it's gonna probably surprise some of you guys, but I want. I would like to have Ronnie Lott and Troy Polamalu, you know, two of the most hard-hitting cerebral safeties that you can have, and just see how those guys go against each other and have the have a talk at the dinner table of, you know, what what really wins championships is it the is it the strategy of the offense or is it defense the old moniker defense wins championships and me just sitting there in the middle of it not having to say a word just enjoying the conversation, so I, I thought that that was. For me, I'd like it to be interesting and entertaining. And for some of you viewers that are actually sitting down and watching this right now, this is why you're here, right? If the four of us, hopefully you find are interesting and entertaining. So who would you
0: want to have dinner with?
3: <laughs> Which of <laughs> the four of us? Oh I'm just anyway. having some of them might I'd be having dinner with, dinner with us right now. You'd have to take a loan to
1: have dinner with me. I, I eat a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. And if you go to Connors, you're gonna get frozen food, and I'm guaranteed it's gonna be cooked.
1: <laughs> Which you guys don't think is going to be good. I mean, it's already cooked. so You just have to heat it up. So if you mess it up, you don't get sick. It's not. How like many? You're how get many times? Salmonella poisoning. Or whatever. How many times have you oh, had?
0: How many times have you had cold food?
1: Oh, I eat cold food all the time. I just ate cold food for dinner.
0: Because you didn't heat it up enough.
1: No, because it was cooked. It was uh. your mother's food prior? Wasn't it? No, sometimes food you cook prior and then you just eat it cold. The leftovers. Okay. It doesn't need to be heated up. Okay. Well, I'm not fancy so, over here.
0: I just want to I just want to say that out of the the hundred and something years of sport that we you know have tracked in history soccer all over the world I think there's like a million soccer professional soccer players right now you know what I yeah. mean okay. um all that out of all these different athletes 13 of the 16 that were picked on this panel were football players Friends you guys need, world, you guys Makes need sense. to op- you guys need to open your minds a little bit <laughs>
1: <All right. laughs> All right. I don't, to, I don't need to talk to any of those soccer thinking guys. We, we, we've
0: we've only got a we've only got a couple minutes left here. We're gonna yeah. go. Mike, you
2: got next. Okay. <clears throat> stand by, standby. Okay, let's see. Okay. What <clears throat> well, food item do you become a food stomp about, especially when you're dining out? Also, does your oven have a convection setting? <laughs> That's a good um, question. You know, I, I said this because, you, you know, the other day I was like, uh, I was talking to my friend. I said, you know, I'm not a food snob. And then I go to get, get coffee with somebody and I'm like, this coffee sucks. They put too much sweetener in it. It's they, not put very, it's, in
1: it. they put oat yeah. milk in it, didn't they?
2: It's not it's Tim a pand- It's exactly. a pandemic. It's a pandemic now. A pandemic so of oat milk? Of oat milk, yes. too. That's what they're doing to us. <laughs> yeah, they, they're pushing it on us. You know the vegans of the world—they want it. You know you can't have that, That's that's who it is. Anyway, I don't, it I don't be like, I don't
1: like
0: the treatment of oats in the United States either. It's whatever
3: those
1: oats are coming from, man.
0: But I don't like the treatment that they're 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 treated like like animals. Ray, come
3: on now, come on now, come on now, right? The oh the, the the feeling you have when you throw a steak on the grill and the smell that it emits—it's oh. it's like when vegans cut the grass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. let them have that one i let asked, have their oats. I, asked, I, asked
0: ryan, I asked ryan lindley the guy who's like the i asked him if you could because i don't know if you guys i don't want to get dark but you some of you guys know i'm actually on the verge of going vegan right um until i i may i'm probably not anymore because i've been sourcing out farms but i refuse to buy mass-produced meat anymore just because of the treatment of animals, like some of it's disgusting. Um, but I'm so I'm now sourcing where I'm actually going to farms and seeing the treatment of the animals because um, I think that there can be a balance between consuming meat and slaughter not being the best thing to ever happen to the animal. You know what I mean? I think that we can find a balance between that. So I'm not against eating meat. I'm against chickens living in two by two cages. You know what I mean? Uh, in a crouched yeah. position the whole time. They cut
3: off their beaks so they don't fight. You know. And yeah. And stuff like that. You know yeah. I mean? uh, so I think
0: there's a balance. Um, But anyways, I didn't, I didn't think about the whole sourcing farm thing at first. So I reached out to Ryan, he knows a lot of recipes and I was like, could you, you know, do you have any good like vegetarian or, or vegan recipes that you could point out to me? And he sent me a picture of a uh, a bag of grass
1: and that was his, that was the recipes he suggested. I might, maybe I can cook. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: Michael, to answer your question for me, it's pasta. Um, I normally don't order pasta at a restaurant because a, nobody can cook pasta and sauce like my mother. Um, number two, if you cook it wrong, I'm going to be so pissed. Number three, I can cook a beautiful pasta meal with a beautiful sauce all made from scratch that I spent all day cooking for like $12. And you're going to charge me like $18 for the thing of pasta. So if I do order pasta, like there's an Italian restaurant near my work, and sometimes I get the spaghetti and meatballs because it's it's like Nona made them. You know what I mean? So yep. it's it's I will pay for that. Um, if I order pasta from you and you give me, uh, what what was uh, the line from Good Goodfellas? You give me spaghetti and ketchup. You know what Sauce I mean? and yeah.
3: ramen. Yeah, I'm yes. I'm gonna
0: be upset. So pasta is where I'm where I'm a big snob, but I'm at a restaurant.
3: Oh yep. God, that is great. I like that. For me, it's. I have I have a rule sometimes when I go out, I don't really go out to eat something that I can make at home. So when I go out, it's, okay, I'm going to a sushi place or I'm going to a hibachi grill or I'm going here or I'm going to this place. I don't usually go out and get something that I can make myself. Yeah, me but neither. But when actually. I do go to those places, pop tarts are everywhere oh what? i didn't even catch that. i didn't even catch
0: it connor said you're right I, I took that as a serious comment <laughs> <laughs> you,
3: Fuck you. you go
0: to pizza shops and get slices of pizza don't bullshit that's that's
1: true i am a lying
3: <laughs> no but what i'm saying is if i go to those places it's like i'm not a snob but i'm comparing you know what I mean? Like Ray, if you go to an Italian restaurant and you order the chicken parm or you do this here, like right. I I I like what they did here, I don't like what they did here. The sauce is a little too you, sweet. You gotta you know it's,
0: it's funny you say that though, because like we go to East Side Mario's here. I don't know if you guys have those, right? In the States, yeah, no? I've no. heard of that. I don't It's don't like a New York Italian restaurant, right? Okay, yeah. I go there with the expectation that it's fake Italian, it'd be like going to Olive Garden. You know what I mean? Ugh. Yeah. Oh my you god.
3: Know. Can you say that louder for the people in the back, please? It, it's like one like Olive, Olive Garden, Garden. please. You yeah, don't go to, you don't go to,
0: if you go to Olive Garden or you go to East Side Mario's or one of those places, you have to go in with the expectation that you're not getting authentic Italian food. You're getting right. cheap sauce. You're getting what I think they in the Sopranos would call gravy. You know what I mean? You're not getting a real tomato sauce. <laughs> you're not getting none of that. It's, it's, but if you can go there and you can have the expectations of, I'm going to eat a good meal. It's not going to be Italian. But whatever they call it that or not, you can enjoy it. If you go to Olive Garden or you go to Maros wanting Italian food, then you're going to be massively disappointed.
3: Hundred percent, it's fair. Hundred yeah. percent, like I, like we got places like when you go to here, Olive, Olive Garden or order tacos, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not they're not bad there. <laughs> we have places, and I, you know, if you guys ever decide to make the trip up to Buffalo, I'm going to tell you there are places in Buffalo that are. There's only one place. When you know there's only one of those places, you know it's a you know it's a place. Well, that it's trust. Buffalo. There
1: might literally only be one place. True, very true. <laughs> the point is this: you can trust that
3: place. they're not a chain. They put all their resources. Mom and pop shop. This and that, and they give you your your food on like a thirty inch. <laughs> like saucer and oh. they're like is this my last meal am i gonna am no dude I that's how nice. you know it's real like italian this?
0: the place the place it's huge the place beside my work two doors down zito's italiano or zito's restaurante not italiano zito's uh, a restaurante it's like it's got like six booths in there i got a chicken parm today a sandwich on a fuck on a like a legit full loaf of bread you know yeah. what I mean? With the, with the hot peppers, the onions, the sauce, the mozzarella, oh, uh, the provolone, dude. the cheese. As soon as I pulled the thing apart, the cheese was driven. Real, real cutlets, like super good. Um, okay, listen, I gotta. we got only a couple minutes left. I do want to get to this. Connor, you wrap us up, buddy. You got next.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I saw the other day, I don't know if you guys saw it as well, that they put out a list of the uh, teams and how much they won between 2010 and 2019, 10 seasons in that decade. Um, the Patriots lost 35 games in 10 years. So that would mean if you look back on it, 12 and four technically would have been considered a down season, which now 12 and four, you're basically guaranteed to, you know, be a one or a two seed. Are we ever going to see that type of dominance ever again? Or is it, are we never just going to see a coach and a, and a quarterback that matched up like that,
0: regardless of how Mario feels about Tom Brady regardless of 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 every other moron who feels like him what we seen with the new england patriots from 2000 till 2019 yeah in my opinion will never be replicated again
1: i don't think so either the just well, the
0: combination just... the combination Ray, what do i having... do
3: for a living you're a teacher i'm a math teacher okay so it's hard for me to ignore numbers i never said anything about that that's okay it's in the past let me just give you guys you want to
1: keep it in the past don't you
3: let me just give you it is what it is now i,
1: I said it change. ended in 2019
0: i didn't say it's still going but what I, i'm again, saying is... i just you didn't let me finish my point You has got go all high and mighty like i'm a teacher and you're not but and i get summers <laughs> off and you don't also i think it's going to keep going starting Anyways, again this year just oh. to finish uh-huh. To have the perfect storm of Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady all in one go. I don't know if you'll find an owner as dedicated as Kraft was to yep. what they did with the facility and stuff, to who who a guy who was a fan. He didn't invest in the team as an investment. Like the guy had seasoned tickets for 20 years before he bought the team. And Belichick, who became you know, what's probably the greatest coach in sports, arguably, and then Tom Brady, that regardless of what you think of his talent, we know is a field general, one of the smartest quarterbacks to ever play the game and has the clutch gene. To have all three of those accumulate in one spot and have the Willie McGinnises, the Dante Hightowers, the Brewskis, uh, the the Vince Wilforks, that just kind of rotate in and out of that that system, um, I don't know if you'll ever see that accumulation again.
3: I will say that As far as – this, because this discussion was dominance – because during that time, they won three, correct?
0: Yes. They won three titles. They won three, and they went to five.
3: Okay. I will agree on that part of it because that's not written there. Through a 10-year stretch, losing 35 games, now that the NFL has added a game is even tougher. I understand that. Odds are definitely against. But I just wanted to – I was like, listen – my approach to this coming into today wasn't to discount the dominance of the Patriots. It's written, their legacy yes, is, is, their legacy is there, and we only got a couple of minutes. So I, was, I want to do this real quick. I decided to look up some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL history that had. Have-
0: Sorry, we're running out of time, everybody. We.
1: Uh- <laughs> well, guys, it's good, seeing you. Come on over to the Patreon. <laughs>
2: Where is I this? looked up all all this stuff. We're only going to be here a couple minutes. Where is we're going to
1: add 30 minutes to <laughs> the show. I, I, he's officially retired. <laughs> he so, he way of <laughs> <laughs> so his official statement is we will never see it again. He's really <laughs> milking this, eh? For black sakes.
2: <laughs> I think he him? thought you were actually ending the show. Should we just call him? There we're waiting
0: is. for
1: you. What the fuck, <laughs> Mario? I had to go get another beer after that one. He's like I'm out.
0: Holy no, fuck! You milked that one.
3: I thought the Oscar. I thought you're about to go to end the broadcast.
0: <laughs> no, I just fucking with you. Okay. <laughs> I, was like,
3: I was just sit right. I'm
0: like, oh, he's really fucking milking.
3: And then, no, I literally was like, I was like, okay, I get to go to the bathroom now before we do Patreon. <laughs>
0: no, go ahead. Give us your numbers.
3: Okay, so I, I decided to look up some quarterbacks that were very successful over a 10 year period. So. Joe Montana, over 10 years, lost 47 games. Big Ben, 47. You know what? The, the closest guy that got to him was Peyton Manning from 2002 to 2012 because he missed a year in t- 2011. 40? 38.
0: That makes sense. Those, those were
3: good crazy, right? Were but – I mean, and Aaron Rodgers in there, he lost 45 over a 10-year span, but he didn't play a hundred And, and like,
1: 17 uh, playoff games. But
3: I will <laughs> give you guys the, tr- <laughs> the ultimate trump card. Ten years in the NFL, amassing a record of 104-16. and 16.
1: Nathan Graham. Peterman. Autogram.
3: Autogram. He went 104-16, went to 10 straight title games. Did the NFL exist then? He he went three and three for the NFL championship, but the Super Bowl okay. didn't exist then. It was from 46, 1946 to nineteen fifty five. He lost sixteen games in ten years. Oh,
1: they they played with like six <laughs> people on both people played on both sides of the ball. He was like quarterback slash wide receiver slash. They went both ways, but not the way you do, <laughs> Connor. But the point
2: is, oh, there it is. there it is, there it is, there it is. We is. almost made
0: it. We, we almost made it through made the it. whole fucking show. <laughs> Jesus <laughs>
3: 103. Was, I will acknowledge the dominance over the last 10 years or, or for that 10 year span of the New England Patriots. You look at those numbers from those quarterbacks. They lost at least 10 more games. Peyton Manning, in his case, lost three more, but he won only one title. Didn't go to five Super Bowls. He went to two. I have to bow down to the dynasty.
0: Oh, a little bit of breaking news here. I I think I think this is this could be a, a, a big news. Colts tight end Andrew Ogletree has suffered a torn ACL. Ooh. he is out Ooh. for the season. That's not good. Uh, he's been a Ooh. standout at Colts camp this year and was seen yes. to be the starting tight end of of Indianapolis. Oh, meaning this is no longer the best team Matt Ryan has ever played on.
1: Matt Ryan's in trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> Just when oh. he had the best team ever.
0: No, but that's a blow. That's a big blow. Yeah, that's That's tough. That's
3: a big blow. That that has that has a streak going on our show as well. Of making fun of the best team Matt Ryan's ever been. I will make fun of that the rest of my
0: life. (laughs) Lawrence, I love you, but I will never let that go. I hold I hold grudges for things and as a lot a comment I will never let go. All right. For real this time, I have to hit the music. We are running out of time. The Blendell Networks. So if you guys are four minutes over, get out of here. Uh, Toronto FC does have a penalty shot right now, though, so I will give the update here. Federico Bernadette is lining up to take the shot against the England Revolution Keeper. The shot is in, and it's a goal! TFC goes up 1-0 over Whoa. New England. Won't last. Guys, thank <laughs> you so much for uh, tuning into the Who's Got Next podcast, and thank you, fellas. This has been... Um, so much fun. Mario's pointing at that sign that Like and subscribe. Um, I am enjoying this new podcast. I look forward to Wednesdays and us being able to get together. Uh, don't forget to go check out deanblendell.com, Dean Blundell, or don't forget to check out the Dean Blendell Network over at Deanblendell.com. You can find my work over there. You can also find hashtag sports over there as well. Dropping Josh Allen and Buffalo Bill's hype videos oh. and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, and that's also where you can find the Who's Got Next podcast check us out on RayRoute.com, find all of our content from the YouTube over there um, don't forget to check out my new show that I am doing for the Team Bundell Network, but also on here called Ray Sports Rants every uh, night around 10, 10.30 all depending when the Toronto sports teams wrap up their games that night um, so I can talk about that, so tonight I will be covering this big TFC win, I mean uh, we'll be covering what happened between the New England Revolution and the Toronto FC playoffs on the line tfc map one nothing uh don't forget uh check me out on news break too i forgot to tell you guys my schedule i got to do five news break videos tonight too that's also on my my list so yes connor please send me some projects i got things to do so mike you know what don't worry buddy don't worry that you haven't set up your camera and mike yet you know what i mean it's it's i get it you're busy yeah and uh dude and uh with all that being said yo uh, check out the video I posted today, which is the highlights from our Patreon page. See everything that you're missing because we're going over there right now to do our Patreon, patreon.com slash DPN Sports. You get a whole nother live show every Wednesday night for, f- for five bucks. Connor, five. what is one of your double mocha latte oat milk coffees cost in the morning?
1: God knows. Pretty close to that. Who knows what so, they hit me for? Probably six.
0: So, yeah. So, you know what? If you drink the if you drink oat milk, $5 a month with the Patreon don't hurt you at all. Um. That's it. Until next time, Connor. Tell me all about the Who's Got Next audience. They're as legit as the Pats, kid. The podcast Superfriends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers.
2: Follow or subscribe to the show
0: on
3: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at SoundOff.network. Do, Did, Will, The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports.